Okay, so this week's chapter step is eight, nine, and 10. And our speaker tonight is, tell me. Alexis oh. is our speaker tonight. Alexis, thank you for letting me be of a very imperfect service. Um, okay, I guess this is my cue. Hi, I'm Alexis, I'm recovered compulsive overeater. Um, it is so good to be here and just see all these beautiful faces. Um, yeah, I don't really know what is going to come out of my, my mouth tonight, um, but I just hope that um, I'm helpful to someone and that God speaks through me. And um, yeah, so, um, okay. Uh, so steps eight, nine, and 10. Well, first I'll qualify. Um, so I really don't know if I was born a compulsive overeater or, you know, something happened and I started using food. I, I just don't know. And it's not my job to figure it out, you know? Um, but I, I did start using food, I think at a pretty young age, I definitely, you know, had just like, a different experience with food. I, I like how people share um, about going to birthday parties and stuff and seeing like uh, their friends, you know, getting full from like having a few bites of cake. And like, you know, I was, I was so confused. <laughs> I was just so confused why they didn't, you know, eat all of it or like want the corner piece and want the biggest piece and like all that kind of stuff. And, um, but I just, I, I, I didn't think anything really of it, you know? Um, and then, yeah, I think just, you know, when I was, when I was young, I would come home from school and, you know, have a big snack and then have a dinner and then have a dessert that was as big as my dinner. Um, and I, I remember always asking my mom, like, or just telling her, like, I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. Um, and, you know, her being like, get a piece of fruit or something. And just me like trying to savor the fruit um, and like cutting it really small and um, just doing weird things with food. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of us have, uh, you know, have grown up in like just more difficult households. I mean, I know there's some people that haven't, but um, yeah, I just remember, you know, going through, um, just tough times, locking myself in my room, eating in my room. Um, and then come college, I discovered bulimia and started using that as kind of a tool to, um, you know, just not go up the scale that much. Like, I mean, I don't have any like before and after pictures and I kind of wish I had, but like the mental insanity. And I do have pictures of me like taking pictures of myself after a binge just to try to like, okay, I'm going to go to that picture. Like when I'm thinking about picking up the food and God, no, that didn't work. But like, just in like in those pictures and maybe the next time I, I speak, I can start sharing those pictures, but literally like, I just see such pain in my eyes. Um, and yeah, just thank God. Thank God. I don't need to to do that anymore, to harm myself with food. But yeah, I mean, in college, I lost 15 pounds freshman year and then sophomore year, I started binging and um, 
I just, I, I relied on like everything as in like the, the food, the meal plan. It was like, you get 20 meals, um, a week at, at this college I went to. And like, I was so excited to go back to the college, um, come my sophomore year. Cause like, you know, I got those 20 meals and that was it, you know, and like it, it had some sort of control. Um, and, but then I remember like I lived with seven girls and I called this like my hunting and gathering phase because like, you know, I would track them on my phone and, um, and see when they would come home from class. And I'd be, you know, sneaking into each room, getting, getting food, getting so high off their food that like the next time I would sneak into another girl's room, like I literally, um, just, I, I was so, my senses were so impaired that I didn't even like know, you know, what, like if someone was coming in or not. Um, but, um, oh, sorry, I see something in the chat. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, okay, sorry. Um, I'll just keep sharing. So that's five. Okay. Um, so the relationship chapters, hold on. Um, cause I thought I was sharing <laughs> steps eight, nine, and 10. Um, hold on. Let me think. Um, wait, are the relationship chapters in the big book? Can someone help me? <laughs> it's two wives, the family and afterward and two employers. Or okay. Okay. Order. It's but chapters okay. eight, nine, and 10. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. Okay. Okay. I can do it. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, chapters eight, nine, and 10. So I'll, I'll get into this now. Um, so one of the things I have, um, underlined on, um, one um, it says perhaps they created the impression that he, or, okay. Our women folk, folk have suggested certain attitudes a wife may take with the husband who is recovering. Perhaps they created the impression that he is to be wrapped in cotton wool and placed on a pedestal. Successful readjustment means the opposite. All members of the family should meet upon the common ground of tolerance, understanding, and love. This involves a process of deflation. Um, and I think just, I guess, talking about, this is kind of interesting because I feel like this really applies to now for me, um, I am currently, I moved back from San Diego, um, back with my family to Baltimore. And then recently we moved to South Carolina and it's been a lot of moving and I, you know, have a deadline for kind of like leaving and stuff, but this has been such like an insane, um, journey of just understanding, practicing the principles in all my affairs, literally. it has been, um, it has been challenging. You know, I was, I came from living in a studio apartment to, um, living with my parents 24 seven and, um, the tolerance, you know, I think this program has given me, um, 
the ability to live, the spiritual awakening gave me the ability to live in 10, 11, and 12, because I don't want this to go. I don't want the recovery to, to leave me. Um, so, you know, it's every day I'm in 10, 11, and 12. And, um, in order to see my parents as innocent children of God, you know, just like me, like, um, and I remember a fellow told me early on in recovery, like, like stay in your, like hula hoop, you know? And I really loved that because, you know, like God is like my, my shield, my armor, you know? And, um, I think, you know, now that I am back home with my family, like there's so, there's so many things that, that come up like, um, between, my parents, especially just like their relationship, it just brings um, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff up from from the past. And um, yeah, I'm I'm recognizing that um, you know with with feeling like very, um, I always felt like I needed to change the way that they felt you know, like if they were in self-pity, I needed to get them out of self-pity. And, um, if they were feeling down, I need to, needed to get them like out of that, or I'd be completely affected by that shut down, isolate, eat sort of thing. Um, and yeah, this program has really taught me that I'm my own person, you know? Um, and I have this beautiful, um, 10th step <laughs> that I can do. And it doesn't have to be a big deal. And for so long, I was thinking that step 10 was like the biggest deal ever. I was like, oh my God, I need to get on the phone with like 20 people during the day. And it's, it's really not like that um, at all. And it's just, it's, it's really just asking God to remove whatever's coming up, this disturbance, this fear, this selfishness. And then, you know, I, I, then I go about my business, you know, and I can be helpful and I can get out of, um, out of the feeling because I really believe that this program is a program of action. You know, it's, that's 10. That's 10. Okay, cool. Thanks. Aaron. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just, I, it's just like, I was talking with another fellow today and I'm, I'm totally not like in the book right now. And I'm sorry about that. But like I was talking with another fellow today about, um, how, you know, everyone's on this, this world, you know, and like, we're all going about our business doing whatever, but like, it's such a privilege that we have this program and like these steps that we can use daily. And just this, like, um, blueprint on how to walk, you know, this life to the best of our ability. Cause like we have to, or else, you know, we die, you know, that's just kind of the bottom line. And like, I think it's, it's just like being a beacon of love and just being so like, um, I don't know, like, I think really it's like the purpose I'm here, I'm here on this earth is to be kind and to, be of service to other people, you know, like, how can I be helpful asking that? And like, my parents look at me super weird when I say that, you know, because like, I was never like that, but I'm like, so how, like, how can I be helpful? 
And like, I get, I get a look, I get some judgment, you know, but like, I'm, I'm doing what works for me. Um, and that has been super challenging. And like, I think, you know, with family, it's so easy to like, just resort back to the, the old way of acting. Um, and it's just, it happens so quickly. Um, and I didn't notice it for, for a bit. Um, and then I was, it, it kind of was like a, a pile up, like a car pile up. And I was able to, um, was able to talk to my sponsor and work through it. And I did a pretty hefty 10, which was basically a four around my mom. Um, and a lot came up and a big part of it was like, get out of their marriage, Alexis. Like, like you, like their partnership, you know, is their choice and like how they choose to relate to one another is their choice. And, um, I just thought that was, uh, I don't know, it, my, my brain shifted. And I think that's just the power of program of sharing that with a fellow and, you know, getting, getting their, um, suggestions and like, how do they see this? And, um, I don't, there's just so much like freedom in sharing, you know, when you bring that darkness to light. Um, yeah, I'm not alone anymore. My sponsor went through a similar thing. Like everyone gets it, you know? So it's like, why not share it? Um, okay. Let me see if I can <laughs> pull out anything else. Um, da -da -da. Okay, this is a good one. Uh, we alcoholics are sensitive people. It takes some of us a long time to outgrow this ser this ser that serious handicap. Um, heck yeah, I'm sensitive. I'm so <laughs> sensitive. Like, um, yeah, and it's I, it's funny because it's like I'm so sensitive, but at the same time, like I think I got this, you know, completely. Like, and and it's like they just clash all the time. Um, and, you know, I think too, it's, um, again, going back to program of action, like we can shift our feelings, you know? Um, and that's something that was like so big to me, like, because I think, you know, with recovery, uh, or it's not like I, you know, I initially thought I'm going to be happy all the time, blah, 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 like whatever. But the real thing is like, you, you feel your feelings greater. Like, that's just it. And like, I, that was, that's scary because for so long I've been suppressing my feelings, you know, with the food and to actually feel feelings. Um, yeah, I'm a sensitive person, but the fact is, is like, I don't need to sit in my self-pity. I don't need to sit in probably a feeling that's not based in reality, you know, because my brain doesn't see the world properly if I'm not looking through a God loving lens, you know? Um, so yeah, what do, what do I do to, to get out of that? I mean, I think of course it's important to acknowledge your feelings and, um, but, but taking action was just something that I never did, never did. Um, and like slothfulness is just such a, defective character of mine. And like, I, I find myself still doing that, like those little things of like, you know, not putting my dishes in the dishwasher or, um, 
I don't know, just like seeing some trash and deciding not to pick it up and like walk past it. But then I feel, I feel a certain like, like tinge in me and I'm like, "Mm, okay. And I like, I'll go back and I'll like pick up the trash, you know? And that's like God working through me and, um, you know, just making me be the good Samaritan. And that just makes me feel better. And my brain is crazy because then it's like, it'll go to the self-righteous, like, you know, oh, you're so spiritual, Alexis. Like you're so much better than them. Um, and that's what I'm dealing with a lot with my parents right now. It's like, you're practicing this amazing program, but like, it's, and I'm, I'm, I'm literally praying for that to be removed every single day because it has tripped me up. Um, but I think, um, you know, in time, God will remove that. And I believe that that will be the case. Um, but I have to keep taking action as well. Um, Aaron, how are we on time? You have three minutes and 20 seconds. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, let's see, what else? Um, Ooh, this is a good one. On page 128, it says, um, giving rather than getting will become the guiding principle. Um, and that is just like, I love that. Um, yeah, I'm so much more, and like, don't get me wrong, I I will at times like catch myself, you know, what can I get out of this? And I'm I've been trying to, especially with like work, um, you know, shifting the mindset into a service mindset. What can I bring to the table? You know, how can I, how can I help, you know, my coworker who has a lot on her plate and like right now, maybe I don't have a lot on my plate, you know, but like, I'm loving not having a lot on my plate, but like, how can I go out of my way, self-sacrificing service to, I don't know, just, just help out and to give because you know, I, I feel like freedom when I do that, you know, I'm no longer in self and, um, that was a complete shift. Like I think prior to program, like I only cared about what could I get out of a friendship or relationship, um, any, any sort of, um, situation, you know, I was manipulating my situations and my circumstances to get what I believed I needed, what I thought the outcome was supposed to be. Um, and now it's like, I'm surrendering the outcome. I'm getting out of the way, letting God work in my life. And it's, there's so much peace that comes with that too. Um, Okay. Thank you. Um, and yeah, just, just shifting to the giving mindset and another just like, I guess, promise that has come true is just like caring so much about the, my fellows, like you guys who I talk to, like, I talk to people every single day and 
how, like, how is God working in your lives? Like, that is so cool to hear how God is working in your life. And like, it gives me hope and encouragement to keep doing God's will and um, taking the easy, the easy way. Like, I know, like in the beginning with working the steps, it's maybe not the like easy, soft this way, but like now it is like, I don't want to go back into self-will because it's just, it's like pulling teeth, you know, it's not fun. Um, and Aaron, I saw you on mute. So <laughs> I think I'm just going to stop there. Um, sorry that I was all over the place, but, um, yeah, hopefully I was helpful in some way. Thanks. Thank you so much, Alexis. <clears throat> okay. Let's get back to the format. Um, Okay, we're not all over the place, it was perfect. Um, we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a, book, a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order. Would the timekeeper please set up a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up? I think that's it. Yeah, right, so sharing is now. Uh, first up, we have Sherry. I'm the only one up right now. Hi, um, my name is Sherry, and I'm a grateful, recovered compulsive overeater, never cured, but recovered today. Uh, I thought I would take advantage of getting the hand up there. Thank you so much, Alexis, for your share. I, I just love how God was working through you, and, you know, you're, you're pulling out, like, you're just pulling out things that I needed to hear. And it was like, and I'm just writing them down. I'm like, what's next, God? What, what is the next thing Alexis is gonna pull out of the book? Um, it, it was, there was so much and it was so fluid for me. And I really, um, you know, I really need to share is what I need to do. And I need to share on the family afterward is what I need to do. And what I heard you say, you were giving specific examples of how your higher power is working in your life. And I love hearing how is your higher power showing up and how are you not killing yourself today with food, right? That's what we're here for because I, I was dying on my own. And, you know, um, how I was thinking, God, I, I'm like so full of joy. And I was thinking, how is God showing up in my life? I have had literally the hardest emotional, uh, when I always think like, this is the hardest, and then there's something else that happens. But, um, you know, family dynamics, right? So I get recovered, and I get better, and I'm clean and sober, and I'm in program for many years and the family dynamic is almost getting sicker and sicker around me 
and um, I'm attending my aunt's uh, funeral on, on Wednesday. And it's only by the grace of God that I was on Facebook and saw that she even passed because I have a mother and a sister who don't think it's important to let me know. You know, my mom only let my sister know, but didn't let me know that my only aunt passed. And, you know, as I say this, I it's so sad, right? It's so sad. And it's so... Um, it, it's it's beyond honestly it's beyond anything I could even imagine doing or behaving that way I, and uh, and it and it really leaves one wondering like what is going on so you know what so many 10 steps right so many 10 steps and this was exactly what I thought I was eating over this abandonment and the being left out of my family every single time without doubt I would immediately they would abandon me or leave me out and I'd run to the cupboard and I would get my only solace, which was in food for comfort, right? And so I just celebrated being recovered for two years. And do you know that it's not even, you know, on the, on the third, thank you, I saw that, it was all God. But how is God showing up in my life? It hasn't even been a thought in my head that they harm me and I harm myself. And that is only sheer, sheer surrender. And then I'm going to this event by myself with walking into a landmine of dysfunction. No, I'm not really talking to anybody because these people are so sick. But I want to go and be there for my, um, you know, my cousins. And then just to wrap up, and I was thinking, and Nancy's on here, and 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 I use what you know. I'm going with my buddy, right? That's what that's who I'm going with. My buddy's going to be in my passenger seat, and I've got this relationship, and we're going to like be laughing the whole way of going. Very I have so much joy, and I have program, and thank you so much. And they they can't burn my light out, and they can't do anything to me anymore because I have a higher power that is so much bigger than sickness. And I'm so grateful. I, I can't even put into words. Thank you so much for letting me share it, Pass. Thanks, Sherry. Um, next up is me, myself, and I. Hi, everybody. I am Michelle. Grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Chicago. Uh, thanks, everybody, for service. Uh, congratulations, Sherry, on two years. And Alexis, thank you for such a wonderful share. It was exactly what I needed to hear this evening, honestly. Um, you know, I I loved, first of all, you. I, I loved uh, your share and process about transitioning to living with your parents. Um, I recently just moved out after spending time with my dad. And these chapters were definitely ones that I, I went to often. Um, but the one thing that you said that I've been thinking about a lot, especially recently, is being in such a different place now in, in a recovered state of mind and body, having a spiritual solution where I try to show up for service and it's not just gimme, 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 gimme. And sometimes I go into gimme, gimme, and then I say, oh, just kidding. That's not my way anymore. But the reactions from my family and, and you mentioned judgment, and I just wanted to share, I've, I've received a little bit of that as well. Um, uh, other members of my family are, are not in 12-step programs, nor do they need to be. Um, but it is a very, very different way of life. And I'm walking a very different path than what I was nine months ago. Um, 
one that has saved my life and I'm very grateful for. But I appreciate your honesty and, and just the acknowledgement that there is a transition period of being embodying this program. And I, other people are also interacting and reacting to it as well. Not that that's a bad thing by any means, but it is a shift. Um, and then I also just wanted to share that um, I'm living in this beautiful new home. I, have, I bought myself flowers today and I have a candle going over here. And I just wanted to say, I am so excited <laughs> and I feel like I can breathe in a way that I haven't fully been able to. And it is just so wonderful. Um, and every day that I stay here, it, it just keeps getting better and better, um, making it mine. And I think having program has been a huge piece of the serenity in this home that I'm trying to build. Um, so I'm just, I'm so grateful. I, I feel like I'm in a gratitude bubble right now. So anyways, happy Monday, everybody. Stay warm if you're not in California. And with that, I pass. Uh, next up, we have Amy B. Thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you, Carmela. Team Monday for November. Thank you for your service. And thank you so much, Alexis, for your service tonight. And um, yeah, I want to just like really shout out the grace and like serenity with which you were like, oh, I thought I was speaking on something else, but I'm not. I'll just speak on this. And that was such, I'm just so grateful for that. I am so grateful to be a part of a community where, um, and I just, and I just felt all that, that, the energy, like of this community being like, oh, awesome. And then you just took us through the book and I'll tell you, I did hear so many things that I needed to hear. And when it comes to like relationships, I don't take other people's inventory. Cause that's like, that's where I start getting on the spiritual hilltop. And then just to like add the kicker to keep me off the spiritual hilltop is the fact that I am not their higher power, nor should I be, nor am I qualified to be, nor is it my business to be. So um, I, uh, I think about related, like the generation up and the generation down, my parents and my children, and those two things, I do not take other people's inventory. That's their business. It's not my business. It's their work. It's not my work. And if they choose not to do it, that's not my business either. So I don't take other people's inventory and I am not their higher power. Um, and I heard that tonight loud and clear. Thank you so much for your service. So happy to be here tonight. I pass. Okay, we're Amy. next up. We have Aaron. I'm also supposed to say at this point um, that we will now stop the recording for unrecorded questions or shares. With the Zoom post, please stop the recording.